0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Boning Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: Southern Middle Tennessee sports today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
0: Welcome into to the show, a Tuesday edition here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and J.P. Plant. Welcome you in. It is certainly going to be a Fun week of high school sports coverage and more, and we are excited to get started. Before we do that, I want to say good morning to you guys in the studio. As I'm still at home, so uh, how's it going,
2: fellas? It's going. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it so it's it's, it's it's a little bit better looking day to than it was yesterday, and we're. We're off to a, a better start than we were yesterday, so um life is good here on Tuesday. Obviously want to welcome our listeners down in Franklin County on WZYX the Eagle this morning as well. So um good morning to you guys.
0: Yeah, I've got some I've got some uh some shade in my back patio slash courtyard here, so clearly there's some sun out somewhere.
1: You you are correct it's nice to
2: see.
0: Yeah, I can
2: yeah. I can I can actually see it because I can see out the window because <laughs> I'm I'm in your seat. So hey, yeah. window. I, I may actually. Just,
0: I may lose that seat before it's over. Who knows?
1: Hey, nah, we'll be alright. Oh. <laughs> some some statute of uh, not limitation, but um, you know, once you sit in it, what five days in a row, it, it there bequeaths to you, I guess, kind of that snooze you lose yep. kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, no. that
0: that may be that may be the real key there. It's like a yeah, uh, I, I will be back at some point. Sorry, guys, that's uh yeah, that's a little it's a little too heavy. Tried to put my my phone here on my on my uh, microphone and it's boom just not arm. working for us this morning yeah, so yeah you
1: got a new one that actually comes with the boom arm attached right i mean the, with the uh, phone <sighs> holder
0: yeah there's an attachment for a phone holder but when you, this phone is really heavy uh, especially with the the case on it yeah so and then, of course, I don't have, like, a regular microphone. I have this Yeti microphone, so it's mm-hmm. super heavy, too. So, yeah, it's not great. Um, that's okay. Not a big deal. Make it work. Make it work.
1: Well, you still got uh, antlers are coming out of your head, so that's good.
0: I do, ha- I do yes. have antlers coming out of my look. head. Like and uh, <laughs> We are on Facebook Live. If you want to see my antlers, um, you can see behind me there I do have – I think it's supposed to be like coral or something. Coral? But yeah, like not the color, but like, you know, the the substance. Like what you would see. Yeah, like what's under the, off the reef in yeah, Australia and so on, et cetera. Yeah. Huh. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Now, I don't know.
1: I wouldn't have guessed that. Now, I, you know. I I don't pretend to think that it's truly antlers, but uh, more tree branches is what I think
0: (laughs) if I had to pinpoint
1: something. I would not have guessed coral. (laughs)
0: They're painted the color of antlers, which is why I'm going with antlers. Now, that's not the – speaking of Australia, by the way, Mo, you may not have heard this, uh, but – by the way, there is, and if Coach Dickinson is listening in Winfield, Alabama, yesterday, a kangaroo is on the loose in oh, Winfield, wow. Alabama.
2: You're right. I did not hear this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this may be the greatest thing that's ever happened in, in that area. Um,
1: <laughs> wow! Well, I mean, a most, little a little preview to Wild and Wacky Wednesday a day early. I like it.
0: Oh. Uh, no doubt, folks are chasing this thing around. I, I wish you guys could see the video. They're they're just chasing it around town, and it's going, it's hopping down, up and down back streets, and and folks are just just driving behind the video. And well, do, like, do you
2: feel like if we Google kangaroo Winfield Alabama, it would come up?
0: I don't think you'd even need to qualify with the city. I think if you put kangaroo, kangaroo in Alabama, it's coming up. It's Coming up. Okay.
1: So you're thinking it's probably the only kangaroo right now running wild in Alabama? In Alabama is that, is that your guess, Chris? <laughs>
0: Highly likely, highly likely. (laughs) It's so wild, though. I mean, apparently he was a this king. I say he. I don't know if it's a he or she or what. Um, The kangaroo uh, was a pet of someone's, and the person Mm. from uh, from whom it escaped (laughs) says, "You have to catch it by its tail." And I'm like, "Okay, but no, no, you have to catch it by its tail." Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. Wow. (laughs) oh man kangaroo's gone wild huh
0: it was was no doubt uh really really odd thing to to come across on my on my timeline because again i mean all of my friends down in alabama are sharing this thing because this is one county over from like where i'm from this is not far away so (laughs) folks are just it's it's nuts but uh yeah anyway sorry the the coral and australia and the kangaroo is a whole thing uh, got <laughs> off track a little bit there.
1: <laughs> oh
0: man! Oh man! Do you guys have breakfast this morning?
1: No, uh, I I, no, had, I did. I had a, a little snack on my drive in. So yeah, feel good. That's good. Coffee? I did not with it, either. Yeah.
0: But but let me tell you what we did last night. This is mm-hmm. gonna, you guys are going to love this because again, it's we if we don't talk about food on this show, what are we even doing here? That's true. Um, so. Sarah and I like to get these viral TikTok recipes and try them. So we bought one of those mini waffle makers from Walmart. They're like 8 bucks. You know what I'm talking about? They're just tiny waffle makers. Okay. Have you seen them? Uh, No? Okay. I haven't seen
1: them, but, I mean, we have a regular-sized waffle maker at home.
0: I'm sure you could make this work, too, but this works a little bit better for what we're trying to do. So we took canned biscuits and we halved them, right? Mm, Okay. Put the put the biscuit down on the one side. Cooked down some uh, some of the like apples with cinnamon and sugar and brown sugar and butter yeah. and and then we put that inside the biscuit and then put the other half of the biscuit on top of it. Mm. Pushed it down and made waffle apple pies. Hello. Oh my man, dude!
1: <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Wow.
2: Yeah, that's um.
1: That sounds no, that there's, sounds there's pretty close. By the way, we have a Charlie sighting. If you're watching on Facebook,
0: Charlie sighting. Well, look at her. Oh boy! Oh, she's so precious.
1: <laughs>
0: We're trying really hard to. She's a, she's a, she's out, just out, <laughs> completely asleep. Good for her.
1: And I was like, why didn't so you do like that last the, night?
0: Right, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> at any point during the night, she yep. she sleeps all day, so it's it, it, nights and days are mixed up right now. It's okay. Um. Anyway, we do have a great show for you. Uh, we'll tell you that. In the second hour, we'll get one of those famous Chris has something to say. Oh, boy. Segments. A uh, couple of things. I know Mo's interested to hear about uh, – or probably interested to talk about one of those, those issues. Um, also <laughs> – I want to get your thoughts on this uh, this Alvin Kamara deal. you guys seen his Twitter that he's living in Montana and like just chilling up there? This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Please go look at Alvin Kamara's Twitter. It's fantastic. We'll talk about that. J.J. Watt, where he ended up and why and all of that. It's also Top 5 Tuesday where we will talk about our top five favorite free restaurant breads. That there we is go. going to be one you definitely don't want to miss. We all, may so have that's the, on,
1: we all may have the same number one on this one.
0: We all may have the same number one. Um, There's some that's on ones. the second hour today. Second hour there. And uh, later this hour, we will get to some region uh, action. Talk about what Mo saw last night over in uh, the borough. We'll probably talk about some... 11 AAA action with Joe Williams in the second segment as he's going to join us as he does each and every Tuesday or every other Tuesday. Uh, From the Williamson Herald, we'll talk about Brentwood's new volleyball coach. All that coming up later this hour. So plenty of stuff to talk about. Really excited about getting this Tuesday show on the way. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Again, like Mo said, thanks to our friends down in Franklin County on WZYX, The Eagle. Before we get to a quick break, we're going to do our favorite first segment tradition. It is the Rundown.
1: It is the Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IIP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IIP Member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment device offered through IP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor. IIP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated.
2: In Region 4 AAA girls quarterfinal play last night, um, Columbia Central did travel to Blackman and fell 63-36. Also in Region 4 AAA, it was Coffee County 54 Rockvale 27. Oakland defeated Lawrence County 51-33 and Tullahoma fell to Riverdale 45-35.
0: In Region 6 AAA, the semifinals, girls' action, Kane Ridge bested Brentwood 63-60, and Page, a 47-31 win over Hillsborough. In 6AA action, it was Stewart County, 57, and Community, 53, and Fairview fell at Creekwood, 67-34.
2: In Region 4A, girls' semifinal play, Fayetteville defeated Eagleville, 49-37, and Huntland, the Lady Hornets, with a 66-36 win over Moore County. In Region 5A, girls' semifinal play, it was Houston County, 56, Hampshire, 33. Richland falls at home to Joe Burns, 58. 50- 853 in Region 6A. The girls semifinals another Loretto Summertown matchup sets up as the Lady Mustangs won at McKenzie 6654. Summertown doubled up visiting Huntingdon 7236.
0: And in boys action last night, Region 4 AAA quarterfinals, Columbia Central fell to Blackman, 55 44. Coffee County, a 64 56 winner over Riverdale. Siegel, 77. Lincoln County, 42. And Stewart's Creek, a
2: 68 50 winner over Tullahoma. In Region 4 AAA girls semifinals action tonight, Riverdale travels to Blackman and Oakland goes to Coffee County. In Boys Region 6 AAA semifinal play tonight, Ravenwood goes to Cane Ridge. Brentwood is at Franklin.
0: Now, let me make sure I'm right. Are the Boys Region 4 AAA semis tonight as well or no? Yes, they are tonight. They are. So that's going to be... uh, Siegel and Stewart's Creek and Blackman versus Coffee County is that correct?
2: I believe, yes, that is correct. All right, just that making
0: sure we got that in. Yeah. I thought
2: so. Yeah, they they they've got that compressed schedule because they back their um, quarterfinals up to tonight. Last night, boys and girls. So yes, makes sense.
0: All right, so in Region 6 AAA semifinals as well, it'll be Ravenwood at Cane Ridge and Brentwood at Franklin. And in the 6AA semifinals, it's Marshall County at Community and Murfreesboro Central at Creekwood.
2: In Region 4A boys semifinal play tonight, Moore County goes to Eagleville and Cascade plays at Fayetteville. In the Region 5A semifinals, Cullioka travels to Joe Burns, Richland hosts Houston County, and in the Region 6A boys semifinals, Huntington goes to Loretto, and Summertime will travel to West Carroll. There it is. That is your Tuesday Rundown, uh, presented by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give,
0: on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald about some hoops and volleyball and much more. All when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stay tuned. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
2: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Ya, Mopat and JP Plant with you here on WKOM. Also on WZYX down in Franklin County. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us, tuning in. If you're on Facebook, we are on Facebook Live, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. Follow us there, give us a like, and we would love to interact with you. Just comment on that video, and we'll be happy to interact with you, like I said, on Facebook. so Also on Twitter, at SM underscore TN Sports. You can find us there as well. We'll be happy to take your comments and your questions, and we'll talk about them here on the show if you so choose. Right now, though, we're going to bring in, as we do each Tuesday, our friends from the Williamson Herald this week. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, we have Joe Williams, who joins us every other week. Brought to you by the Williamson Herald, the leader in print and digital sports coverage in all of Williamson County. The only print coverage of high school sports in Williamson County. So make sure to check them out, williamsonherald.com. Subscribe. They are the best at what they do. Joe and Charles do a great job over there. So this morning, we welcome in Joe Williams. Joe, what's going on? Good morning, Big Daddy. (laughs) That's how it goes. I guess I am now. (laughs) I'm certainly big and a daddy, so we might as well put them together. Thank you.
3: I appreciate it. Mr. Patton, sir.
2: Mr. Williams, good morning.
3: Always good to talk to you.
2: How's how's things on Ralston Lane this morning? Uh well, at least I can see
0: the asphalt. <laughs> Mo out here doxing people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a long street, man. Trust me. You <laughs> <laughs> trust me. But Sometimes uh, it's a drag strip. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow! I bet it is. Yeah, and,
0: and yeah. Joe and Joe never stands outside and goes, "Slow down, stay off my lawn."
2: <laughs> never. I'll
3: tell you what, what used just to get off a so tangent here, but years ago when the kids were playing softball, <laughs> I, I had a radar gun because when I was a pitcher,
1: <laughs> and it was, it was
3: fun to sit on Ross and sit behind the bush and just kind of hold it out. <laughs>
0: That's great.
3: <laughs>
2: just for me. You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the way Joe gets his his jollies is a little different than a lot of us. Not in a bad way, just he's really, really creative with his sense of humor. And um, one of the many things that makes him fun. To- to well, okay. All right. You said that, not me. <laughs> but yeah. We'll go, we'll go with warped. Joe, <laughs> before we, um, before we do get into a region six AAA basketball action, and we do want to do that, some news came down yesterday out of the northern part of the county regarding, um, a certain storied volleyball program. And I will yeah. defer to Brent you Wooden. to go from there. Yeah. Brentwood
3: Brentwood High School announced yesterday that longtime assistant Kathy Cram will be replacing the legend uh, that is Barbara Campbell at the head of the the Brentwood uh, volleyball program. And, and, you know, just from a personal standpoint, I think it's a great move. Uh, I think that means Angie will stay around. They'll probably pick up another assistant. Uh, But it just kind of keeps things in the family. Um, And and one of the things, Charles Fully had a great story. Uh, online, I'm sure it'll be on uh-huh. paper Thursday. Uh, but one of the things that, that Coach Cram is planning on doing is leaving an empty seat at the end of the bench in honor of the Queen, Coach Campbell. Uh, and I just think that that's just a fantastic thing to do. I mean, come on, guys! That program has just been—it it has been volleyball in Tennessee.
2: Absolutely.
3: You know, and Williamson County, but but think of it, when you, when you look at, at Kathy's pedigree. I mean, she she coached with Tracy Berry, who won four at Page and and one or two at uh, Ravenwood, and was in the finals. How many? You know, how many times did we see Ravenwood and Brentwood in the finals of the state championships? Um, she's she's coached with uh, with Barbara Campbell. Uh, you know she she's probably got two handfuls of rings already herself as an assistant.
2: She really kind of strikes me as, you know, the Mickey DeMoss to Tennessee's Pat Summit back in the Lady Vols heyday. So, um, as you said, great, great hire from a continuity standpoint, I would think. Obviously, being the, the coach after the coach, capital T, capital C, is always challenging but but just being able to keep that continuity I think is going to um be very valuable for that program so um it's good that they were able to get that done fairly quickly I would think and and kind of get that situation settled so they can go about their off season and and do whatever they do during the off season to get ready for this fall oh yeah And it's just, again, continuity. And
3: I mean, let's face it: who, who really? I, you know, following following Barbara Campbell is kind of like following Mo Patton or Charles. Oh, stop it!
2: Stop it! Stop (laughs) it! Don't don't ever mention my name and Barbara Campbell's in the same sentence. (laughs) That's that's blasphemy right there. But um, yeah, Um, Barbara never got fired. Uh anyway. <laughs> well different business, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Shifting Ooh. shifting gears because I really don't know where to go from there with that. <laughs> um Region six AAA girls action last night. Brentwood falls by three over at Cane Ridge. Um, I don't know where you were last night or if you were last night, but that score kind of jumps out at me a little bit. I mean, as we talked with Mike Strasinger last week with Sports Nashville, didn't really know what to expect out of the Metro teams, but this Kane Ridge team, regardless of how many games they played, apparently is pretty special.
3: Look at the coaching staff. <laughs> you, talk, you talk about great coaches, and come on. Uh, Joanne, are still there? Correct. She is.
2: <laughs> ding, ding. Enough said, huh?
3: Yeah. That, you know, that, that next next question. Hey, yeah. No, I, I was I was not surprised. A little disappointed. I, I, I like you. I you know, didn't quite know what to expect out of the team. Um, but Cambridge is always going to be tough at home, and you know, Brownwood may have peaked a little bit earlier. Hmm. maybe think a little bit early. Um, and that happens sometimes, but here's the thing, you know, going into, uh, going into Cane Ridge against a, a, a Joe Interview coach team. I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, and I, like I said, maybe a little disappointed for, for Brentwood, but not necessarily surprised.
2: That's probably a fair statement. And, um, and so the Lady Ravens and Paige will play in the girls' championship game. And is that tomorrow, Joe?
3: Should be tomorrow night in Rutterville.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, we call
2: it. oh, at Paige, huh? Okay, yeah. Paige. Mm-hmm. As we as we mentioned, Paige a forty seven thirty one winner over Hillsborough last night in the region semifinals. And as Chris will tell you. Strange things happen out on Arno Road, do they not, Chris? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you, you never know what might happen over
0: there. And uh, Pages has they, – they've got one of those those old-school gymnasiums that when you, you walk into it, you, you feel like you're going back into a different era of high school hoops, and, and they play a different style of high school basketball over there.
3: Well, Ron Brock's got him on a roll. He's got them believing. Uh, he's got, and thing about it is, he's got a young team. I mean, in, in all honesty, that's a young bunch. Um, but they're playing—they're they're playing much older than they are. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I, I think there was a little bit of question of what they were going to be like this time around because they lost a big-time scorer last year, did they not? In Faith Wilkin, who's now playing down they at Trevecca.
3: They lost lost Wilkin, uh, Delaney No transferred to Summit. Uh, so there were, you know, there were some questions, but they've had some kids just step up, and that's that's the thing. It's the one thing they've got going for them, and in many ways, I think they're, they're kind of like Franklin, uh, the Franklin boys, and, and that is on any given night, they've got about five kids who can burn you. You know, Ron was talking the other night that uh, at, at some point during the year, he's had six girls who have scored 20 or more points in a ball game.
2: Six. You only start yeah. five. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, wow. Okay.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you just, you have the usual suspects, but there's a long list of them. That, that makes for a tough scout, I would think. Well, it really does. And, and, and the thing about it is they are extremely unselfish. Uh, that's one thing that I've noticed in the in the last three or four games that I've covered down there. They are a very unselfish squad.
2: And and it's interesting. I saw them back around Thanksgiving. They played down at Summertown, and um, Summertown got them. But like you said, they, they are a team of versatile scorers. They can score both down on the block and they can score from, from the perimeter. And so – that can be problematic. And then when you talk about the number of different people that they have that can score prolifically, it this should be an interesting ball game because we, um we had coverage of Kane Ridge's region quarterfinals on Friday night against Spring Hill, and this junior guard, Jada Anthony, went for twenty nine against Spring Hill in that win. So um, you know, it it looks like Kane Ridge is built around this young lady and, and so it it'll, it'll kind of be that one versus a bunch and it I I think that's gonna be a, a pretty fascinating contest there tomorrow night. Yeah and, and Anthony came up big last night too so she's definitely the one to watch out
3: of Nashville right now.
2: Okay. All right. And and again Paige with the with the win over Hillsborough as well. Um so and and that's a Hillsborough team that um features Corey Allen who a lot of area folks will kind of recognize that name because her father, Corey Allen, starred out at Whites Creek and, and played at um at UT as well. So kind of the second coming there. But um Paige getting through there and, and getting to tomorrow's championship game.
3: Yeah, and and, and I think the best part is uh, both of them are gonna both of them are gonna get one more chance
2: right yeah both of these teams will will advance to Saturday's state sectionals the the winner will host um the 5A runner up and and the loser will travel so yeah they both get one more shot regardless of what happens tomorrow night is it wrong
3: if I still call the substate
2: <laughs> or is it just now, my age? you know you I I have to be careful with throwback terms because I get talked about for being old and that kind of thing, but yeah, I mean substate feels a lot more comfortable to me. I don't know when sectionals became the thing, and it's the same game, but um blank, no you blank you blame Gene Hackman And Hoosiers <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> there we go. I I used to I, I used to you know be so concerned with that because you know obviously we've talked to Alabama we don't have that kind of stuff so when I would see sectionals and all this other stuff I'm like who who, who has banners for sectional championships that doesn't even make any sense so yeah. I, I, it's very odd but yes that that's exactly where it comes from is Hoosiers and well I guess it used to be a wrestling term too right is that that's a that's a wrestling tournament term
2: isn't it ah not that i'm aware of but uh, see i think it it is in alabama see that just
0: goes to show the the differences there you go i'm
2: I'm curious joe
0: exactly i'm curious joe your thoughts on um this this six triple a part Trey brentwood franklin it's hard to beat a good team three times
3: that that is that is going to be a war. It is very hard to beat a team three times. But I got to tell you something. If Franklin plays tonight, the way they played Saturday night, um, it it it, it could be, it, it could be over early. Uh, I don't think it. I don't think it will be. I really don't because I think Brentwood will bring an A game that that we haven't seen in a while. But that Franklin Bunch Saturday night was just absolutely uh, on fire. And another one of those deals where it was everybody. Uh, Taylor Spirito has 14, Smiley has 12. Matt Thurman hit six straight. Um, I mean, they just shot, they shot life out from inside 15 feet. Wow. Um, it was just, and the, you know, and the crazy part is they they bring in the the young kid, the Blankenship uh, kid, uh, freshman sophomore shooting guard comes in and he nails three in a row. I mean, he goes three for three from the deep left corner <laughs> late late in the game. Um, they've got the question. I think on Franklin has always has been all year the starting five. Everybody knows is as good as anybody in the state, but you're not going to win with five. Just ain't gonna happen. Um, so, what have they got coming off the bench? And I think in the last three games, they've got uh, you know they've got three or four kids who come off the bench and really give them quality minutes. And I think that's going to be the difference as they go forward if they keep getting that.
2: We are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. And Joe, um, uh, it's interesting when you talk about this Franklin team because you just mentioned um, Brentwood may have peaked a little early on the girls' side. It, it sounds like Jason Tigert has got the Admirals perhaps peaking at the right time. Yeah, I I think they are, and and I'm not sure that Greg Shirley hadn't done the
3: same thing with the Brentwood boys. To be honest with you, I think they took the loss in the district tournament uh, as a as a gut check, and if they want to accomplish their goals, you know, and the difference here is tonight's game. It's not like the Page Girls and and Canyon Ridge, where okay, if something goes bad, we've got another chance. This is do or die. This this you know this is loser leaves town. There ain't no hair up. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's no belt. This lose lose. loser
2: leaves There is there is no tomorrow here for the Brentwood Franklin loser or for the Ravenwood Cane Ridge loser, and I'm I'm intrigued by that matchup again. Um, Ravenwood going over to Cane Ridge. Couple of. You know, high-level coaches in Patrick Whitlock and Marlon Sims for the Ravens and um, Kane Ridge with one of the top twenty twenty-two recruits probably in the state and Brandon Miller. Yeah, but you know what? What is he? Has he got a support staff? You know and,
3: and I'll be honest, I have not seen Kane Ridge's boys play this year, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. I have seen Ravenwood, and, and I can tell you if their head is right. They're they're going to be a tough task, and that ought that ought to be one of those uh, need to see ball games too. I hate both of these games are on the same night. Quite honestly,
2: yeah, I am. Um, that Noah Clifford kid for Ravenwood, he's kind of worth the price of admission because you look at him and you see a defensive lineman. And then you see a guy running the floor and leading the break and making spin moves down on the post and that kind of thing. He's, he's fun to watch, man.
3: Yeah. And he also leads the league in conversations with opposing coaches. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Good, bad, he, or he, indifferent. He, uh, a little of both sometimes. I mean, he's, he, he's a lot of fun to watch because he plays with a great deal of emotion. He wears his emotions on his sleeves and, uh, I mean he's just he's just chatty. Uh, and it's, I mean it's not anything <laughs> ugly, it's just you know he he's chatty, man. I mean he's he's going to have a good time. You know he's there.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Good luck and good luck to the Raptors uh scoring with this team. They they're definitely going to have to bring their A game on offense or their A game on defense because uh Kane Ridge scores a lot of points every time out. So,
3: yeah. They better bring both. Absolutely. Joe, but you don't want we you know to know we're get off. into just a scoring contest with, with that bunch. Yeah. yeah
0: clearly. Uh, it hasn't worked out from anybody else this season as they are undefeated. So <laughs>
3: <Exactly>. <laughs> there's
0: there's that. Oh, I hate I hate we have to cut our time so short this morning, Joe, but we appreciate your time as always and uh, all the insights you always bring us. Thank you so much for hanging out with us
3: guys y'all have a great one we'll uh,
0: we'll see you soon I hope sounds good Joe thanks that's Joe Williams on the parks Motor sales hotline brought to you each Tuesday by the Williamson Herald make sure to subscribe Williamsonherald.com or give them a call they'll bring a paper to your door if you're in the county I'm sure they'll mail it to you if you're not in the county it's okay you want to pick, keep up with them they can they can help they can help you do that so All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some Murray County hoops because Mo got a chance to go see a couple games last night. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Raiders Chip Walters joining us AP Tennessee sports editor three-time Tennessee sports runner of the year 2020 TSWA hall of famer she covers the titans the predators the grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome
2: Teresa Walker high school sports is what we do but it's not all we do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m on southern middle Tennessee sports today 1017 WKOM
1: the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris.
0: Go back into the show. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here as we are just about 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Coming to you on WKOM WZYX down in Franklin County and on Facebook Live again. You want to be on the show? You want to Tell us what you're thinking. we got plenty to talk about, and we'd love to get your thoughts on some of these different games that we've seen already this week and what we're going to see later this week in high school hoops. Just comment. Looks like my dad saw the... uh, If you you were watching on Facebook Live during the break, uh, got a sneak peek of Charlie there as uh, her mom needed to bank a bowl of cereal, so... Uh, I got to hold her during the break. <laughs> JP throwing her up on the screen there.
1: <laughs> Appreciate yeah, that. Uh, Chuck, be careful with my princess, Mm-mm. he says. Mm-mm. Watch out. Yeah, there. here we go.
0: I assume grand, he's talking grand, about Charlie. The
2: grandparents asserting themselves already. Yeah. <laughs> Two days in. Yeah. That's how it goes. It's that how it is goes. how it goes, <laughs> without question. Hey, um, before we get to my blackman central travels want to mention coffee county's 64 56 win over riverdale on the boys' side apparently snapped a long drought for the red raiders Um, according to coach michael williams's twitter account this is the first region tournament victory for coffee county's boys in more than 30 years also his 100th career coaching win so hey so no better time to get it um certainly if you're sitting at 99 i don't think you want to wait till the off season um, and and next year to get that yeah yeah he's just pushing buttons all willy-nilly over here uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, congratulations to coach williams and the red raiders and i kind of got to watch the tail end of that one because the um Blackman coaching staff was watching it back in the backside of the gym last night after they got done with their um, 55-44 win over Central in a game where Columbia Central coming off the week they were coming off of was impressive, y'all. I mean, the 44 points doesn't sound necessarily earth-shattering, but when you look at that Blackman lineup that included a 6'8 Dante Stringer, a name that some of our listeners might be familiar with because his older brother DeMonte Dixon played at Summit a few years back. But um, you look at Stringer, you look at 6'5", Josh Alexander, and and really there's nobody on that Columbia Central roster that physically matches up with them. Bubba Perkins tried. <laughs> he battled his fanny off all night last night, and I was really impressed by the job that he did in there giving up significant poundage to those guys but um playing really hard and playing well and central gave the blaze all they wanted but down in the second half they just couldn't get a rebound for those two big guys in the paint and um just a tough night for them in the end um tough start for the columbia central girls 18 first half turnovers trail by 40 at the break and an eventual 63 36 loss but um I think, you know, obviously hope springs eternal, but I think there's really better times ahead for both those central teams. A lot of youth on both those rosters.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I like what Nick Campbell said. There's sometimes, and you guys mentioned this on Friday, if I could recreate my uh, <laughs> knowledge, <clears throat> and I believe the quote was sometimes good coaching is uh, falls prey to better players something of that nature I, I think I it was something exactly to that of,
2: I, I think it was something to that effect yes
0: and sometimes it just doesn't matter what you do you can play as well as you can play but the other team is just better And I think that's unfortunately what Columbia Central ran up against. And and that's you saw why Blackman was able to beat Siegel and why they were the top seed coming out of that district tournament. And it just goes to show how, how important district tournament play is. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It doesn't matter.
2: It's a tournament game. And, you know, I'm not even sure that this was good coaching and better players. It was just bigger players. I mean, if if Central can get a size matchup with Blackman or with anybody else the way they played last night, they, they've got a chance. These two guys at their size were just, you know, too much sure. for Central to deal with. They They just couldn't it's like it's like q martin said you know there were rebounds that we thought we could get and they just snatched them from over top of us you know it's nothing we could do and,
0: and and that's you know one of the unfortunate parts is because even if you block out you know just because you block out if they're able to go up and be higher than you it's not a foul unless they push you to get to the ball over the back
2: over the back is not a foul you can reach over someone if you are taller than they are that's exactly right and you don't make contact now there was some contact being made last night i mean it was it was tough i mean those are two pretty big bodies down there and you know they did out jump central on some rebounds but there was there was a lot of contact down in the paint and not all of it was necessarily getting called but you know, just comes with the territory. Tough night.
0: It's it certainly, it, it's hard to make that call. I mean, when you're talking about six, eight guys over who's the tallest player, six, two, six, three for Columbia Central? Maybe, Maybe. six,
2: four. Yeah. Maybe Bubba Perkins so, is six, three, six, four. But so he's that, definitely I mean, the tallest. Go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, you mentioned the girls' loss. I, Last night when I texted you, you you were a little surprised by the Richland loss against Joe Burns. I was, I was not necessarily surprised by that loss. Well, you As saw I, Joe like Burns. I told you, mm-hmm. I've seen Joe Burns. Uh, they they're a pretty good basketball team. Uh, you know, they split with Houston County earlier in the season, who won that that district tournament and then beat Joe Burns in the finals. Uh, they're basically one A one B over there, mm-hmm. and. You know despite 33 points from Jesse Jennings, Richland just didn't get much out of anybody else. I think they they finished uh, I, I want to say um, seven for maybe 11 from the free throw line last night. Uh, I know they were I'll just I'll say this. Uh, Chad Hall was said that they missed a couple of, of pretty big free throws. Late, uh, both of those coming from Jesse Jennings, unfortunately, who was 6 of 9 from the line. They were 7 of 13, so just barely over 50% from the free throw line. And that will that'll get you. I mean, if you make those six free throws, you win the game, 59-58.
2: Well, so. in, in Jesse Jennings' defense, she may yeah. have been a little tired. Because I'm when you look, I, when you look at this box score, Richland scored fifty three. She scored thirty three. Three other players accounted for the rest of those. And so, um,
0: kind of. Well, tuss- she had thirteen in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm no, just no, no, no. saying that those uh, that was you know that was what Chad Hall said. He said he missed some clutch free throws and a couple of of uh, 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 you know buckets underneath and. That was the difference in the game, and that's unfortunate because we really, you know, we expected and hoped to see hope uh, hope to see Richland continue, but uh, unfortunately, they will not as they fell to Joe Burns and Joe Burns in Houston County will play part four. Uh, as yeah, Joe, uh, Hampshire fell at Houston County. What was that
2: score? 50, 56, 56, 33.
0: 33.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. We're on a burn. Last thing, uh,
0: <laughs> Jesse played her guts out and was extremely tired. Couldn't have asked more, Chad Hall says. Jay Chapman said, that's what Huntington coach finally realized. I can't coach any better, and we can't play any better. So all I can do is watch. 72-36, Summertown over Huntington.
2: <laughs> well, call, all right, Jay. then. <laughs>
0: just watch perfection as it happens all right when we come back we'll talk about a couple of things that i got a couple i got some things to say so you're definitely going to stick around on the top of the hour on uh, southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint it's going to be fun stick around